1: The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com.
2: I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win three spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. High five. Casino. Casino. Win at High Five HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino
1: is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void we're prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino.
0: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace Do you ever have that feeling of a little bit of nervousness, anxiety when you're about to take off or land on a long flight, but then you hear the captain come over the loudspeaker and he, she is always so calm and they're talking very slowly, explaining what's happening and suddenly you feel like, hey, everything's all right. Well guess what? It's not all right. How does a former army? major, Apache pilot, now pilot for American Airlines, get escorted off the plane he just captained and charged with murder? Crime Stories with Nancy Grace.
1: Calvin Phillips, Pam Phillips, and Ed Dancero all murdered in Pembroke, Kentucky in 2015. The case was puzzling and ice cold. Then, all of a sudden, three years later, police arrest Martin, escorting him off a full American Airlines flight he was piloting. No DNA, no witnesses, no comment from the prosecution. They eventually say the motive was that one of the victims was going to testify against Martin. But Martin believes the victim was going to testify against his bigamist wife,
0: Joan. Whoa, wait a minute. Now I've got bigamy thrown in the mix. Bigamy its very, very rarely prosecuted. Bigamy is when you're married to two people or more at the same time. So in the middle of this... Cesspool brewing on the stove. You got bigamy thrown in. You were just hearing our friends at Fox 17 Nashville. Can you imagine that flight full of people, 200, about 200 people, sing? The captain that just piloted their airline being taken off in handcuffs? Yeah, that's not a good look. With me right now, an all-star panel. Let me tell you who they are. Kathleen Murphy joining us, veteran trial attorney joining us out of North Carolina. And you can find her at ncdomesticlaw.com. Renowned psychologist joining us out of Manhattan. You know her well. Karen Stark at KarenStark.com with a, with a C of Karen. Dr. Michelle Dupree, pathologist, former medical examiner, and author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide. Catch this. She's also a former police detective. To boot, Jeff Cortese, former FBI special agent. You can find him at jeffcortese.com. And Sabrina Hall, TV reporter, formerly with Fox 17 News. Now, you know what? When I hear Sabrina Hall that there are no witnesses and no DNA, that gives me pause for concern. When you are hauling a former Army major, Apache pilot, very well respected, off of an American Airlines flight full of about 200 people. Guys, uh, before Sabrina Hall breaks it down for us, listen to this.
3: Three people are missing on this street and neighbors believe they are dead. They are the husband and wife that live in this house, a man that lives right next door in a white house, and now an attorney tells me the man who lives in that yellow house has been questioned for these crimes. He's just happy to now be out of a barracks where he had a washcloth, a towel, and a bar of soap since... Friday night. Attorney Bill Summers is talking about this man, Army Captain Christian Kit Martin. Summers says the Army's Criminal Investigation Division took him into custody Friday as deputies searched his home and looked for clues in a triple murder. The Christian County Sheriff Department says they found two people burned up in a car set on fire Thursday and then another man shot to death in this house. The people who live here are husband and wife Pam and Cal Phillips. So
0: let me understand something, Sabrina Hall. And of course, everybody knows, when you yank somebody like a former Army major, an uh, an American Airlines pilot off of a plane, read him his rights and cuff him, you better have some evidence. Or you are looking at a major, major false arrest claim. Tell me, Sabrina Hall, without DNA, without a witness... I, I'm not quite sure how the state's going to make this case. So let's just take it from the beginning.
3: Let's start at the get-go. What happened? Okay, so when I got there at the scene, there were two bodies in the car burned. Okay, wait a minute. Right, right
0: there. Hold on. I want to hear every detail. I want to hear what it looked like, how you found out about it. Is it urban? Is it rural? Is it suburban? Is it beside a car on the side of the interstate?
3: Is it a rural road? Tell it me was, everything. It was in an empty field, and there was a car burned up. They found two bodies you know, incinerated in the car. They were able to track that car to Pam Phillips and Cal
0: Phillips' house. Okay, hold on right there. You, you, I, I'm drinking from the fire hydrant. With me, Sabrina Hall, uh, former TV reporter, Fox 17. That's a lot of evidence right there, because l- let me go through this with Jeff Cortezi, former FBI special agent. Jeff, right there in a field. Now, if you see a car that's upside down on the side of the interstate and it's on fire, you know why. There was a crash, right? If you see it down a ravine on fire, you know there was a crash, most likely. If there's a a, a double car incident, crash. But a car, by a single car blow up in the middle of a field, Right there, I can tell you, that's a crime. That's not just an accident. That is a crime.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, th- th- that would be one of those um, in-your-face moments that-, that give you an indication that something uh, nefarious certainly has
0: gone on. Yeah, because why would why would people drive to the middle of a field and then their car blow up? They wouldn't. So right at the get-go, Sabrina Hall, you know
3: something is very, very wrong. Okay, so how did you find out about it? I don't know if it was over the scanners. I'm not really sure, but I was a reporter in Nashville and head down an hour outside of Nashville to Pembroke, and then that license plate on the car led to that couple that hadn't been seen.
0: Okay, hold on. Wait right there if you heard it over a police scanner. You know, Karen Stark, New York psychologist. Uh, Guys, do you know anybody that has those police scanners in their home? My grandmother, Lucy, who Lucy, my daughter's named after, second husband, a much younger man, uh, (laughs) loved the weather scanners and the police scanners. They were everywhere. You could not go into my mama's house without hearing a police or a weather report. And they all sounded very menacing. They weren't, but they sounded that way. Karen Stark, what is that? Now, no shade on you, Sabrina Hall. Okay, no, you're just doing your job. But what is it with people that have on the police scanners? Like they're going to rush out to the crime scene? No, but they're just
5: fascinated by crime and what's happening around them. Well,
0: I certainly don't have a leg to stand on there.
5: But, and that's exactly, I mean, if you think about it, Nancy, over the years, more and more people are getting interested in the kind of stories that we're covering right now. And when you and I first started, yes, people were interested, but not like now. Now there's crime comes and people really want to know what's going on, especially if it's in their area. Karen Starr, we've discussed this
0: before in person. These are not stories yeah. like I would read a story to the children at night. These are real people. And there's a real car in the middle of a real field burning with two bodies in it. So Sabrina Hall uh, with formerly with Fox 17, you hear it on a police scanner. You recall, you think you recall, you race to the scene and you see what?
3: I just see a burn up car and we don't know much else except Is there's it two still people. Burning? No, I don't recall it still burning, but it was incinerated. I mean, it was, it was very much burned. And like I said, they were able to read the license plate and track it back to that couple, Cam Cal and Pam Phillips.
0: When you saw the car, the Hall, how much of it was left? I mean, it,
3: it was when you say incinerated, it was I know they 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 could barely make out that there were bodies in there from what I recall.
5: High Five Casino, High Five casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at High Five Casino dot com.
1: ever wolfed down a big mac and thought i could use some extra cash mm-hmm. meet drop the ultimate rewards app earn free gift cards for getting your daily coffee or late night drive through effortlessly just link a card shop and watch rewards stack with drop it's like getting paid to indulge <laughs> download drop now and start earning use the code drop22 for five dollars in points instantly
0: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. So we are talking about an American Airlines veteran pilot being dragged off the plane in front of two or three hundred people on the plane in handcuffs. A former Army Major Apache pilot. We don't have witnesses or DNA, so... How are they connecting him? Uh, You know, to Dr. Michelle Dupree, forensic pathologist, former medical examiner, author, she literally wrote the book, Homicide Investigation Field Guide. Dr. Dupree, why do people think they can burn a crime scene and we're not going to find out there's a body in there? I mean...
6: That's, a, that's an what? excellent question. I do not know, but I'm so glad when criminals are dumb because they always leave some kind of evidence. It's up to us to find it. And burning doesn't really destroy everything. Burning can obviously destroy bodies and can destroy DNA, but there will still be some evidence. In fact... I actually went to a crime scene where the smoke from the burn covered the rear view mirror and it left a perfect fingerprint when we dusted it. Oh <gasps> whoa whoa What? I, uh, to say that again, I love that. So so they tried to burn the bodies in a car and the smoke from the car was all over the inside of the car. We actually dusted the rear view mirror and we found we took the smoke off, you know, with the fingerprint brush and we found a fingerprint on the rearview mirror where the perpetrator had changed the rearview mirror. dr dupree if nobody
0: else tells you today let me be the first to tell you you're brilliant i hope you know that Um, i I hope you don't go home at night and there's a husband that says hey honey what's for dinner and doesn't realize how brilliant you are that's incredible and you know it brings to mind a case that you and i've analyzed many times kathleen murphy the case of Stephen Avery and Teresa Hallback, the victim, a 20-something-year-old photographer, t- Teresa Hallback, Stephen Avery, the pervy killer, and then there was, I guess it was a Netflix special, Making a Murderer, that yeah. makes you believe Stephen Avery didn't murder <laughs> Teresa Hallback. A, he did, and B, remember all that was left, Kathleen, were, I think, some of her teeth, but for sure, the studs off the back pockets of her Daisy Fuentes blue jeans. Yeah. Remember that? And he stirred that fire pit, Stephen Avery, all night long. I think he threw a couple of tires in there to make it keep burning because he knew that was the only way to truly burn a human body is to burn it for a long period of time at a high a high uh, degree. A, a high burning degree. So uh-huh. It is very hard, but as Dr. Dupree just told us, it's very hard to get rid of all traces of a human body by burning. And he didn't.
5: You know, one interesting fun fact is yesterday I was watching your friend, Dr. Phil, and that woman that he was engaged to was on there. And subsequently, she became unengaged to Stephen Avery, and she talked about, his personality and how creepy he really was. And you know that there's a creep factor for this defendant and other people have testified that behind closed doors, Kit Martin was a monster.
0: I'm just absorbing everything you're saying because, you know, when you're working up a case, Jeff Cortese, uh, poor Sabrina Hall, uh, formerly Fox 17 is probably thinking, wait, I've only said three sentences, <laughs> but, but Jeff Cortese, uh, I've given this example before. I was trying to prosecute a serial killer, and we could not get him. I finally found, we get a Jane Doe dead body. The location, the placement of one of her earrings, after that was analyzed, led me to reams of hypotheses on how the murder went down. My point is that every single fact matters. The fact that there was a one-car accident in the middle of a field, that it was incinerated, as Sabrina Hall, Fox 17, says, that you could barely see the remains of the bodies. Every fact matters, and you really have to absorb each fact if you want to win that case.
4: Yeah, you really do. It, you know, it, it, these investigations, it, it's always about the, you know, you're looking at the totality of the circumstances, but you're also looking at the, the, the minutia, the, the smallest detail, because like you said, you just don't know what little detail is going to be the difference between, you know, catching the bad guy and, and watching he, him or her walk through. All, all those little nuanced uh, pieces of evidence, it, it it really can make the, the, the biggest difference. It's not always the sexiest piece of evidence either. Uh, it could be something so unique and something just so um, seemingly irrelevant, maybe even out of the gates. Uh, sometimes evidence that you find it, at the onset uh, later becomes more significant as the investigation goes on.
0: Well, i got to tell you something, Jeff Cortezi. If it's probative, If it proves something, it's sexy to me. So let me go back to you, Sabrina Hall. I want you to take a listen to our friend, Scott Couch, Fox 17, Nashville.
1: New information tonight in a triple murder that we are following along the Tennessee-Kentucky state line. One of the victims in Pembroke, Kentucky, is identified as Calvin Lee Phillips. Deputies found Phillips' body inside this home. He had been shot. The medical examiner is still working to identify the bodies of two other people found in Phillips' burned-out car a few miles away from the house.
0: Okay, so we've got Calvin Lee Phillips shot dead in his home. And then we've got two unidentified bodies found in Phillips's burned out car a few miles away. Now, I mean, a lot of people would jump to the conclusion that the dead guy in the home murdered the other two and then killed himself.
3: Yeah, that was, but I'm not jumping to that
0: conclusion.
3: Go ahead, Sabrina. Yeah, that was the initial thought. They thought it could be a murder suicide. Um, Mm But then they realized, you know, the neighbors were telling me right away that, you know, Cal Phillips was in a dispute with his neighbor right across the street, which was Christian Martin. And they immediately, police and investigators started, you know, searching Kit Martin's house. Okay, hold on. Let me get this straight. Who do we figure out is in the car? It was Calvin Phillips' wife, Pamela Phillips, and their next door neighbor, Edward Danzero. And it's assumed that Ed was coming to the rescue of something going on at the neighbor's house and was just caught up in this and also murdered. Put in the car with Pam Phillips, driven to that field, set on fire, while Cal Phillips was dead in the cellar in his house. Dead in the cellar of his house. So we got three dead bodies.
0: Calvin Phillips, dead in his own home. Yeah. His wife, Pam, dead in the car out in the field, and then who we believe to be a Good Samaritan neighbor, Ed Dancero, their neighbor, is also in the car. So I still don't get how that links up this very well-respected American Airlines pilot, a former Army Major Apache pilot. You're telling me he lived across the street. Is that what you're telling me?
3: Yeah, it was very bizarre. Right across the street, it was a very bizarre oh, crime Oh, you know
0: that old saying, familiarity breeds contempt. Here Karen Stark. Oh, it sounds like Desperate Housewives. I never told anybody, but, you know, that was the once in a while. Okay, every Sunday night. That was the only thing that I would actually watch just because, I don't know, it unwound my mind from, from everything I do during the week. So... That's what it sounds like, Karen Stark. You know how all the neighbors all hated each other. Familiarity breeds contempt, Karen Stark. Well,
5: familiarity also breeds affairs, Nancy. And who knows yeah. what was going well, on? Why is it
0: always about sex with you, Karen Stark? <laughs> well, no matter what scenario, somehow you belly. It's about sex. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm just a lawyer. You're you're the psychologist, but. Yeah. Well,
5: it just.
0: How did you work sex into this? It
5: just makes you think, you know, what could have been going on um, beside the fact that... There are
0: other things in the world besides sex. You think? (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com.
2: Welcome
4: to...
0: i Stories with Nancy Grace. A triple homicide. A triple homicide and then an American Airlines pilot getting carted off the plane in handcuffs with no DNA and no eyewitnesses. Now, you were just hearing our friend Scott Couch Fox 17 Nashville, but then we find out about new developments. Take a listen to... Fox 17 Two
1: developments tonight in a triple murder case in Pembroke, Kentucky. This evening, a Fort Campbell army captain is back home in the barracks after investigators questioned him and searched his home.
3: Major Christian Martin lives right across the street from three people who disappeared the same time deputies found three bodies. Three bodies,
0: that's right. Here's our friends at CrimeOnline.com. As
5: police look for a culprit, they find out Calvin Phillips is scheduled to testify in a court-martial involving Captain Christian Martin. He's accused of sexual assault, physical assault, conduct unbecoming an officer, mishandling classified information, and communicating a threat. Phillips and Martin our neighbors. Okay. This is where I need an expert. And I'm going to go
0: to Sabrina Hall, uh, formerly with Fox 17 there in Nashville.
3: What, Sabrina? Yeah. So he was, so Calvin Phillips was scheduled to testify against Christian Martin uh, two weeks. You know, Wait,
0: Calvin Phillips dead in the cellar. Yes. He's going to testify at a court martial against this Army major, right. Christian Kit Martin. Who lives across the street. Right. Okay, so he's set to testify, okay.
3: And Go so, ahead. And so he allegedly found, well, he did find. Uh, Who's he? Calvin Phillips. He who? Calvin Phillips. Was, Dead guy. Was helping, yeah, was helping uh, Kit Martin's ex-wife move out of the house and found classified information. Um, that Christian Martin was not supposed to have. What do you mean by
0: classified information? What was he doing with classified information he's not supposed to have?
3: I don't like the sound of that one bit. Yeah, and also he was accused of abusing Joan Harmon, uh, Christian Martin's ex-wife, you know, her child. So that's what he was accused of. So the neighbor, the pilot
0: is facing court-martial for possessing this top-secret information and the sex abuse of a child? Yes. Okay, can I get back to the classified information? What classified information do we think he had at his home he's not supposed to have?
3: It was never revealed. They were on disks, and they were marked secret, and Calvin Phillips stumbled upon it while helping his ex-wife move out of the house. Christian Martin's ex-wife moved out of the house, and he told Joan Harmon, the ex-wife, "This really needs to be reported to authorities. He should not be having having this information." Well, how did he know it was on a, a, a
0: disc marked "secret"? He, which found, screams, he found these. Watch discs. me, read me. So, did he read the discs? I have no idea. They never revealed what was on the discs. I have no information on wow, that. Wow, that is secret. <laughs> you know what? Let me go straight out to Jeff Cortezi, former FBI special agent. No, that's- that's not good.
4: That's, That's not, not good. A good start. uh you know, the classified information is is very protected information. Uh, leaving her around, uh, the, the fact that that was found, the fact that uh, he had it, uh, you know, this is this is one of those little pieces that start putting the puzzle together.
0: So back to you, Sabrina Hall, uh, former Fox Seventeen. So now we learn that there is a horrible. Tempest brewing between two neighbors. You've got the victim found in the cellar, Calvin Phillips, set to testify against neighbor, the pilot, Kit Martin, in a court-martial where he would lose everything, his status, his pension, his everything, on charges of having secret information, government information he's not supposed to have, and the sex abuse of calvin phillips child no joan Harmon. Joan did Grimes, harman, harman does she live in the neighborhood too
3: well she was well she was somewhere in the area um but that's when the story got really twisted because when i was reporting on it i talked to his original attorney uh bill summers and he started talking about this twist uh about the ex-wife being charged with bigamy and right away was pointing fingers at the ex-wife somehow being in you know, involved in this and having sex with Calvin Phillips in a barn. And so right when I heard that, I said, this is a very,
0: very strange story. Okay. See, I didn't see that coming. And now I've got to eat a dirt sandwich because apparently a uh, New York psychologist, Karen Stark was Right. It is all about sex. You've got all these neighbors all uh, together, and this one's a bigamist. A woman is a bigamist. That's rare, actually. Usually it's a man that's a bigamist, and they're all having sex with each other, and one's in a barn. Okay, Karen Stark, you win. I lose, but I demand a rematch. (laughs) Kathleen Murphy, uh, have you heard anything so bizarre? And what about this tactic? I love this tactic. So you've got the pilot, Kit Martin, suspected in three murders. The guy in the basement, who is Calvin Phillips, his wife, Pam Phillips, and the Good Samaritan neighbor who tried to intervene, Ed Dancero, there in the car, incinerated. And when you ask the defense attorney, what do you have to say? He starts pointing the finger at somebody completely mm-hmm. different going, well, she's a bigamist.
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: smoke and mirrors look there not here that's what that is classic
5: that's our job that's our job and you know i am amazed that there's no story out there on in the investigation of the joan Harmon guerrera connection to this murder because a lot of people are saying that it, it was something that she developed and she devised in an effort to frame kit martin i I find that very interesting
0: oh i love it when we're reduced to what people say you know uh (laughs) it reminds me of bringing my twins home one day from school and my son goes oh i heard miss cartwright gives out candy at reading circle i'm like really where did you hear that and he goes on the playground so you know what I don't give a flying fig about what people are saying. I care about what the evidence proves. Guys, take a listen to Erica Lathon Fox 17.
6: Now, attorney Bill Summers says that court-martial hearing that was scheduled for December 1st at Fort Campbell v. Client, that has been postponed, but he anticipates they'll be in court Monday to discuss the evidence that was taken from his client's home, including a laptop
0: computer. You know, here's the kicker to that, Kathleen Murphy. The fact that a neighbor took the classified information disk, not law enforcement, they're not going to be able to contest that in court. The, pro- the, the Constitution protects us all from unreasonable searches by the state. And that does not protect you from an unreasonable search by a neighbor who finds classified information on your laptop and hands it over to authorities. I learned that in a case where I um, prosecuted a drug lord. As provided to the neighbor. I prosecuted a drug lord in in Atlanta, high-rise near where Elton John lived, really ritzy. And the doorman intercepted a giant FedEx to this guy. And he, the doorman tells me that the corner was torn and he could see a block of cocaine in there, uncut block the size of a brick. Calls police. Yes, that's what it is. The biggest component of that trial was the cops didn't search the FedEx. A civilian, a doorman opened it up. So there was no unreasonable search by the state. The cocaine came in, and that's what happened here, Kathleen Murphy. You could say that, but Nancy, this was
5: provided. Yes, it is true, but it was also in conjunction with Joan Harmon moving out of the residence with the help of. Uh, it's interesting to Cal me. Philly. It may be so, interesting, but, there, but know, it's still going to come
0: out. Interesting to me. That there is no it may be evidence, interesting, but it's still going to come into evidence. Yeah. Well, there's you know no what? physical evidence of Kit Martin either. Yeah. yeah, you know what, let's talk about that. Take a listen
3: to this.
6: Martin's attorney says an alleged affair between Martin's ex-wife and Phillips caused tension.
3: Kit stopped having any kind of a... Um any kind of a a neighborly exchange with him.
6: The 59-year-old had also been set to testify in an upcoming sexual assault case filed against Martin, but he says the army major didn't kill his neighbor.
3: A man who was having a sexual intimate relationship with somebody that you thought you were married to, um, and they end up in this horrific type of death, um, any good cop would go there.
0: So let me understand Sabrina Hall. The dead guy in the basement, the cellar. Calvin Phillips, was
3: having an affair with Kit Martin's wife? Well, that is what Christian Martin told people or, you know, said. But I talked to Joan Harmon and said that and she said that she looked at Cal Phillips like a father. And that was absolutely not true. So that is what Christian Martin is saying, but she's denying that.
0: Take a listen to Alex Apple, Fox
2: 17. The state believes Kit Martin killed his neighbor, Cal Phillips, to keep him from testifying against Martin in military court. Martin's ex-wife, Joan, had alleged that Kit was abusive to her and her children, but the felony allegations didn't stick. Had the facts proved guilt, Joan would have received a six-figure settlement from the military. What the defense says, though, is that their private investigator interviewed Phillips just before his death and convinced him to testify for Kit Martin, saying Martin's wife made up the allegations in an attempt to ruin his career. bond is set at $3 million cash. At a bond hearing this week, Martin had a small army of support in the gallery. His daughter swears her dad is innocent. He's innocent, and I'm looking forward to the truth coming out.
0: I'm Stories with Nancy Grace. These murders take place just two weeks before Calvin Phillips is set to testify against Kit Martin in a court-martial case where the 30-year military vet was accused of child rape, and assault of his stepson. Investigators say the other victims were shot for being at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, Sabrina Hall formerly with Fox 17 News, what, if anything, is the evidence against the American Airlines pilot, Kit Martin?
3: There was such little evidence, you know, and I I had called multiple times, you know, every week to the Kentucky State Police asking if they had any DNA evidence, and they never had anything, and then, you know, three years go by, I'm not a reporter anymore, but I see that Kit Martin has finally been picked up and arrested. And I thought, wow, what did they get? What kind of evidence did they finally get? I have to know this. And there was no DNA evidence. There was no real evidence. The most well, wait a damning minute. evidence.
0: What, what What about the fact that the shell casing found at the scene where the victims were shot, matched, and was fired from a 45 caliber handgun found in a safe. Belonging to Kit Martin in his home across the street, so his gun was the gun that shot the victims. I call that evidence.
3: But it, it is, but they found. I think it was a family member of Calvin Phillips that found that that casing months after the crime, after you know police had already swept the place, and so it was. You know, they thought they made an argument that it could have been placed there by the family that wanted to see Christian Martin uh, convicted. So let me understand. Let's follow
0: that through to its logical conclusion. To suggest that that was planted, wow, this reminds me of the O.J. Simpson planting evidence theory. So to think that that evidence, that gunshot casing, was planted, you would have to believe that somehow the Phillips family member breaks into Kit Martin's home, gets his 45 caliber out of a safe that is locked, goes back over to the scene, the cellar, shoots the gun, leaves the casing, then sneaks back into Martin's home and puts the gun back in the safe.
3: Is that your theory? Well, they were they were saying that they used to shoot guns in the backyard, and Christian Martin had shot guns in their backyard at some point in the past, so there could have been casings there from before. Um, so that's what their argument was. And also, I don't think they could 100% prove it was from his gun. Well,
0: um, Jeff Cortez, a former special agent FBI, you can prove 100%. It's from a particular gun. Explain.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, when the <clears throat> excuse me, when the when the the hammer in the in the gun uh, goes forward and, and hits the the, uh, the the shell, and the bullet is expelled from the weapon, you know, there are uh, elements within that gun that are unique to that gun, um, and and so through the course of forensic analysis. Um, You know, the the real experts are, you know, should be able to look at uh, a shell casing and make a a determination. You know, I'm not going to presume to to know for sure. Uh, You know, there are certainly cases where, you know, whether whether somebody did something to the shell casing or otherwise would make it so that, you know, maybe they couldn't with 100% certainty make a determination, but, you know, the, the science is there to, to support their ability to usually determine uh, um, You know, of to Dr.
0: Michelle Dupree, a bullet or shell casing is like a fingerprint. As a bullet hurtles down the barrel of a gun, that gun has unique markings on the inside of the barrel from where the gun dried after it was created out of hot lead. Only that gun dries that way. And as a bullet hurtles at high speed down the chain, down the barrel, that bullet is marked with what we call striation marks. What you do is you get the gun, the suspected murder weapon, you shoot a bullet, shoot it into a mattress or a tub of water. That's what we used to do. Then you get the known bullet that you just shot and you compare it to the bullet taken out of the body or at the crime scene under a microscope you can see the same exact striation or lines on the bullet and it looks like a fingerprint that's how you do it it's not hard yes Nancy that that is true however sometimes the bullet is so damaged that
6: you cannot look at those however if we find a casing that the bullet was in that came from that gun. The casing also has individual marks from the specific gun. And lately we have found, well, in the last few years, that even that casing can still have a fingerprint of the person who touched that bullet before. Right, as who loaded it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and is it true, Sabrina Hall, that Kit Martin, the American Airline pilot's dog tags, were found
3: in the victim's home? Yeah, and that was another suspicious thing because it seemed like it could have been planted there the way that it was just sat on a shelf. Yeah. and planted no by way who? That, that's, you know, the family that wanted to see someone in jail. I mean, that was the defense's argument. Interesting. So prosecutors also point to the fact that
0: Kit Martin, the American airline pilot, cell phone tower records indicate he was inactive at three different points on November 18, the day that all of this happened. What, if anything, does that prove, Sabrina Hall?
3: Well, just that he had the opportunity to, to commit the crime. You know, another piece of evidence that they had was that he set his alarm in the middle of the night for 1.10 a.m. Um, and that's when they believe that he took those bodies to the, the field and burned them at 1.10 in the morning. His argument was that he was checking on a kerosene heater at 1.10 in the morning. Um, well,
0: what but time did the no murders tr- allegedly occur? Because I know that the murders were committed and the bodies moved and burned yes. at the exact times Kit Martin turned his cell phone off.
3: Yes, and they had they had security video of him, you know, doing mundane things throughout the day, and he was not seen outside of the house past midnight. You know, however, the day that week when these murders happened, his attorney at the time. Before he knew what the surveillance video showed, he told me that they would see Kid Martin outside of the house at 2 a.m. because the dogs were barking very loudly. And, so we, and, and that never came out. So I feel like the attorney was trying to cover some bases there that, that next day, that next week telling me that he would be seen on surveillance video at 2 in the morning because of dogs barking, but that that video was never shown in court. There was no video of him at 2 in the morning. We also know that
0: um, Kit Martin, the airline pilot, had an alibi that he was at home at the time of the killings, but the cell phone records show that was not true. What do you make of that, Sabrina Hall?
3: You know, I have no idea. His his wife or his fiance was apparently sleeping in bed with him that night when he allegedly set his alarm at one ten in the morning to do something suspicious. You know, I don't know if she heard something, if she's, you know, lying that she didn't hear something. Take a listen to our cut
0: 10.
2: This is Alex Apple, Fox 17. Four years later, the entire murder case hinges on whose ally Cal Phillips would have been in that old military court martial. The defense's private investigator wrote in an email to police he was convinced Cal Phillips was murdered to prevent his testimony on behalf of the defense.
0: What's interesting is the defenses, the defense's private investigator wrote to police that he was convinced Cal Phillips was murdered to prevent his testimony on behalf of the defense. In the end, take a listen to our friends at Fox 17.
3: Fox 17 is Crime Alert now. A Kentucky jury recommending a former American Airlines pilot get four life sentences. A judge will have the final say. Now, late last night, they convicted Kit Martin in a 2015 triple murder in Christian County. Martin killed his neighbors ahead of a court-martial where one of the victims had been set to testify. Investigators say cell phone data puts him at the crime scene. Kathleen Murphy,
0: a recommendation of four life sentences. What's going to happen next? I believe the sentencing will be in September of this year, Nancy. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier.
1: Constantly making trips to Home Depot? Introducing Drop, the app that rewards you for every shopping trip. Earn free gift cards for shopping. Download the Drop app now and use code DROP33 to get $5 in points. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. We came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep.